we'll probably do a Q&A uh, this week. So if you can, uh, you can either DM us, you can uh, send us an email, you can go to the, the link in our uh, Instagram as well. It's also in the show notes on iTunes. My Contact us however you... Exactly. Yeah. Just <laughs> just send way. us questions. We are we really just want to bring the most value possible, um, as I see say time and time again. Um, and so... Cody should also be back this week, a little bit older. Um, Wiser? No, just older. <laughs> just older. He's not very he's not very smart. He's got the nutrition stuff on lock, though. So nah, I'm joking. He's actually really he's really smart when it comes to nutrition. And reading uh, all those but, books. But geography uh oh, is man. not uh is not his thing. So maybe uh we've got to get this guy to travel more. But I feel like it, it wouldn't really matter because then he's just on a plane. He's not actually, yeah. you know, navigating. So he, you know, he's in he's in the Caribbean. He probably thinks he's in Africa. Well, yeah, he booked like that. that. He said he booked a trip somewhere, but then had to ask where it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, was that a real question? Uh, yeah. I heard Iceland was pretty cool. That's somewhere over near Russia, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So we're gonna go over we're gonna go over the big three, squat, bench, and deadlift, and just kind of go over like the good, the bad, and the ugly of of these big three. So I think that when we're, when we talk about foundational strength, um, you know these these three are the ones that typically you know you're you're gonna program around. Um, not everybody likes to bench press, so sometimes you might throw in a uh, a military press, whether it's barbells or, or, or dumbbells. Um, a, a lot of people have been incorporating landmine presses just because of shoulder issues um, and the ability to uh, get straight up overhead with the with the military press with the barbell or dumbbells um, just isn't in the cards. So landmine is a great way to do that. Uh, but let's start with Let's start with squats. So squats are probably one of the most popular exercises um, that, I, that I think that everybody's practicing right now, whether you're doing boot camps or if you're doing your own personal training um, and, you know, you're in the gym and, you know, you want a nice butt or nice legs or you just want to get strong if you're a power lift or whatever. Squats are totally relevant and should not be ignored. Um but here's the thing. I think that a lot of people are trying to load up so much with, let's take the back squat, um, for example. So throw a barbell on your back, put a few hundred pounds um, on the bar, and and give it hell. So I'm, I'm a big fan of different variations and obviously changing up uh, set and rep uh, ranges throughout the week. So it depends. You know, you can squat three times a week if you wanted to, um, you know, as long as again, or even every day, as long as it's, as long as you change the set and the rep count. Now, here's the thing is that a lot of people will lack hip mobility. We actually had somebody in the mind versus muscle team page post the video, um, of the squat. So hips are, uh, crazy, like internally rotated and there's just a, not a whole lot of control, um, in the end range of motion. And that's not like a super uncommon thing. And there's, there's things that you can do, uh, to address that. But, 
you know, I'm a big fan of form first. So if you see something like that, maybe, you know, regress to uh, kettlebells or even a landmine squat. So something to where, again, you can control uh, the, the entire range of motion. There's different drills that you can do. Um, but again, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of sticking to form first. So I haven't, not that I haven't, I I have back squatted, um, a couple of times, but I'm talking about maybe like two or three times in the last two years, maybe even three years. Um, and the reason is, is because I've had to work a lot on my hip mobility, uh, and my thoracic mobility as well. So last time that I, I did a back squat, I actually took a video um, and I had a video uh, from maybe a few years ago. And, you know, my uh, my right hip or my right knee, I should say, when, when I came out of the squat would tend to collapse in. And if you take a video of yourself, you, you could be doing the same thing. So what I did was I was like, okay, well, my back is starting to bother me and I only got like 185 pounds in the bar. And this is something that I can control for, you know, a, a decent tempo. But then when I look at the video, I'm like, well, I'm not really controlling it uh, because, you know, that that hit that hip tends to collapse. So what I did was I did pretty much uh, a lot of front loaded squats. So double kettlebells, um, barbell front squats. And uh, I noticed that my hips would tend to stay in a in a good position. And now why is that? Like, you know, my core is, my core is firing. Obviously it it really takes, uh, you know, the thoracic mobility kind of not necessarily out of play, but it's a lot less demand versus, you know, having that bar loaded on your back and then having to get into this extended position. Um, so again, I had to drop the ego because I was like, man, like I just want to get big. And (laughs) so I want to throw a, a bunch of weight on the bar. And I think that a lot of guys like that and are, are like that, um, and it and it's very challenging. But here's something to consider: like when you when you perform repetition after repetition, um, and you're allowing your hips to do so, you're gonna pay the ultimate price for it. So whether it's it's uh, your lumbar spine or your lower back, and it's starting to really give you fits. Like, man, like it's, it's time to think about that. And then like, you know, if your hips are sore and it's, it's at odd times, like I've had people come up to me and say like, yo, like, you know, my hip, like I wake up in the night and my hip is just on fire. And I'm like, man, like, you know, you know, what are you doing this and that? And then, you know, they, they never want to, uh, tell the whole truth, but then, you know, wow. sometimes I'll see them and it's not necessarily my, my own, uh, personal clients. Um, sometimes, you know, people could doing group training and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, so I see what they're doing. I look at their form and I'm like, okay, well, you should probably not do it that way um, because you're just not able to control it. And again, back squats are, are really uh, are really popular ones and, and front loaded squats are getting more, more, more and more popular, um, which is awesome. But there is some room for error uh, as well. But I'm a, I'm a much bigger fan of, of the front squat. So here's, here's the good thing is squats again like they're they're really good there's just certain prerequisites that you need in order to perform certain levels of squats so when somebody comes in and they want to train with me i actually had a conversation with a guy today who walked in after warrior and uh i was like look man like i'm i'm really big on form first no matter what your no matter what your goals are 
we're, we're going to focus on this stuff first. So you got to show me that you can do a kettlebell squat before you do a trap bar dead squat or a barbell squat or anything like that. Because then if I load 200 pounds on the bar, just because I know that your legs are strong enough or that you can will the weight up, it doesn't make much sense because it's not going to be, it's going to be very short lived. Right. Um, so, and then I, you know, take people through different tempos and stuff like that. So there's a lot of different things that, that I'm looking for. And I kind of treat the exercise as an assessment. And I get this question all the time too. It was like, well, how do you assess certain clients? And I used to have, um, you know, this set, you know, uh, sort of, a uh, action plan or, uh, assessment plan or protocol, whatever you want to call it. When people first came in, I, I take them through, uh, these different drills. And now I just use the exercise kind of as the, as the drill, right? The, the squat is going to tell me everything that I need to know about ankle mobility and, uh, thoracic or an- ankle hip and thoracic mobility. So it's going to tell me everything that I need to know. I'm going to see certain leaks. Um, and you know, I'm not even going to throw people underneath the bar. Like a, a squat will tell me again, everything that I need to know, especially for those who, who really haven't been training and, and have been, uh, pretty sedentary. Uh, you know, they have no idea really how to perform the squat or anybody who really hasn't worked with a coach on the squat. They just kind of, you know, monkey see monkey do. And that's kind mm-hmm. of their approach. Um, so they, it, it's kind of hard for people to say, okay, well, shit, like I'm doing it wrong here and then try to correct yeah. themselves. I'm like, Hey, don't think about it. Just squat. And, uh, most more often than not, I can, I can see everything that, that I need to, um, just when someone performs a, a, even a body weight squat. Um, but, it's it's it can be really hard on hips and ankles knees um again lower back so all of these things can be avoided and like i said that there's just prerequisites in order to perform um you know certain exercises so in a lot of a lot of times and and people don't want to do the boring shit right i i I get that mobility like there's kind of been like this mobility bug that's been going around and people have been doing more and more of it um and some people have actually even uh, done more damage doing mobility. Um, and, and and here's why, right? Is because they're not doing the right thing or, or engaging, uh, you know, the right movement pattern. So when you, then you just start to strengthen the dysfunction and then you're just putting more repetitions on a dysfunctional movement. So it's pattern. working in reverse. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So just performing a mobility exercise that, you know, maybe if you follow me on, on Instagram, um, you know, if you, if you look at all the stuff that, that I post, um, there's always going to be a description of kind of just some things to think about. So, I'm not a necessarily an Instagram uh, personal trainer. Um, there's a, there's a lot of those, <laughs> but nobody's gonna lose really you know 20 to 50 pounds or necessarily you know uh, see a significant increase or improvement in their mobility just by watching my what what I want to do is 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 I just want to spark the interest and and get people to ask more questions and become more engaged right and that's the ultimate power behind the whole thing. But don't think that you can just watch a video learn it and then uh you know put it into play and then everything is going to be all good it, it, it takes coaching and and i get coached i i reach out to some of the 
the the brightest minds in in the industry as far as that stuff goes um but uh again going back to the whole prerequisites thing like you you really have to hammer home um hip mobility understand what your hips are responsible for they move in 360 degree uh sort of uh ranges of motion um right it's 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 a ball in a socket so it's got a lot of freedom um if you allow it to but a lot of people are just moving into uh, flexion and, and extension of the hips and, and completely uh, neglect, you know, lateral movements and stuff like that and multi-directional things. Um, even though it's an accessory ex- exercise, let's take a, a lateral lunge, for example, um, it's still going to improve your it's still going to improve your squat and your hip mobility as long as you perform the rep to the best of your ability. Right. Um, so. Again, the good thing about the squat is you can get incredibly, incredibly strong. It is, uh, it's a basic movement pattern. I mean, if you look at any, any other country other than maybe the UK and, and the United States, um, you know, people can't really just drop down into a squat, um, or what's, what's referred to as the Asian squat, (laughs) Uh, because we don't have to, right? I, th- I think that there's just so much of, of our uh, day-to-day stuff to where we're just sitting down. I mean, look, we're sitting in chairs right now. Um, we both have Horrible shitty posture. posture. <laughs> yeah. So and and so to constantly do that stuff, and and again, like you're just you're reversing out of 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 what I I, I hate the word. I almost dislike the word uh, evolution because I almost feel like the way that we are in this country is kind mm-hmm. of, you know, we're, we're going backwards, but anyway, that's beside the point. Um, but you should be able to pretty much go ass to grass and squat without any pain and, and sit in that position. I used to not be able to. Um, but, uh, again, and, and that affected my lower back and even still, um, you know, I haven't had lower back pain in, in a long time. Um, but, I can feel my hips when they tighten now and it's, it's, it's increased my awareness. Um, but you know, the squats are, are definitely, a, one of the best exercises that you can possibly do. Um, I recommend that everybody do them. Just understand that it takes, uh, there's, again, there's certain prereqs, prereqs that you have to, uh, understand and have to practice in order to perform the squat and, and start to load it up a little bit more. So have patience with it. Um, and then moving on to uh, the bench press or military press. Let's let's actually include military press in this one because I know that a lot of people don't like um, the bench press and a, a lot of people in the functional fitness realm, whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, it's, it's kind of irritating how people are kind of isolating themselves, uh, you know, in the industry. But, um, you know, people don't feel that the bench press is relevant. Like, oh, well, what sport... Or when are you, when are you ever gonna push things in that in that sort of uh, in that sort of pattern? But look, like not everybody is training to become an athlete, right? And there's right. some coaches who will say everybody should train like an athlete. You should train all of your clients like athletes. Um, I'm going to disagree with that. Um, you know that could be extremely controversial for for some people. Let me know if you. Uh, if you want to have a conversation about it, we can definitely have a conversation about that. Uh, because some people just want to look a little bit more aesthetic. Um, you know, I might incorporate some, uh, 
some tools that I might use for an athlete, like explosive movements and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that's just because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's really kind of just greasing the groove and, and firing up the central nervous system and stuff like that. It's not necessarily because I want to develop an incredible uh, amount of power for, for somebody to, to push somebody off of them. <laughs> right. Right. If, if you want to d go down that go down that path then we can do so like i understand how to program that way um but we're going to get a little bit more specific if, if that's the case but if not like if you're just trying to build muscle and you want to look a little bit more lean then i'm for sure going to add in dumbbell bench presses and and incline presses and slight incline presses you know what i mean like there's so many different things that you can do i don't think that you should completely cut out the exercise because you feel that it's not relevant to everyday movement. Right. Um, but uh, it does, I mean, the bench press is going to help build muscle, right? I mean, especially in your chest, your shoulders. Um, and But what I do want people to understand, though, is that an overhead press is also going to be responsible for building your chest and your shoulders as well, and, and uh, actually upper back as well, if you perform the exercise correctly now uh like we talked about with the squats there are prerequisites for that so if you can't get into uh an overhead position without letting your rib cage flare and you can't get your bicep uh by your ear and you're going out a little bit more um you know towards your towards your forehead then that can become a problem um and then you'll start to see shoulder issues and, and stuff like that or you'll see people uh you know, especially when you when you do coach them, like and say, okay, well, I want you to go back a little bit further, and then you see that leak. Yes. Um, and yep. again, so it could be a shoulder mobility issue. It could be lack of strength in in posterior uh, muscles and and uh, a little bit of support. Some lats. You know, a lot of people have trouble um, firing their lats. It has a lot to do with uh, posture and everyday movements and stuff like that. So, um, again. Shoulder mobility is huge, especially with um, military press, whether you're doing dumbbells or, or barbells. Um, I've been, uh, for some time now, I've been doing more with dumbbells than uh, barbells with most of my clients. Just to switch it up, or is there a reason? Just, so, not everybody, and, and most people uh, aren't symmetrical, right? Mm -hmm. So, they might get more range of motion out of their, their right arm than they do their left arm. So with that and and they might move in a different pattern on their right side than they would their left side mm -hmm. and you'll notice that too right especially you know if you've ever seen somebody bench press or or military press and they kind of like you know oh yeah they'll kind of tweak yep. out a little bit i'm kind of exaggerating or one side will go up a lot well more i than feel like even when the i other do side. i can feel maybe if you can't see it but like i feel it happening right so all I'm going to do with that is, you know, and especially if you give somebody dumbbells or kettlebells, I think kettlebells is actually the best way to do it um, just because of the way that the the weight is centered and, and, and centrated um, and the and the movement that you can perform with that with that kettlebell. Um, I like it because you'll see that, you know, if I if I press up with my right arm, I might stay in a more neutral pattern. If I press up with my left arm, right, and and I again I've seen this all through video and I've 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 really assessed myself to where I'll externally rotate a little bit more with that left arm, mm -hmm. right. So you'll see that even when I press up and I'm doing the same exact movement, 
that each hand or each arm is going to move in a different pattern, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily that it's wrong, but you just have to understand the pattern, right? And, and independently, they're going to be different. Right. Because yeah. if I have a barbell and then I try to press in that same pattern and this one wants to externally rotate a little bit more and then I start to shift, mm -hmm. then you're going to have all sorts of compensations and in, in power leaks and stuff like that uh -huh. um, in the movement. So... Um, Again, as long as you understand it, it's going to it, it can be really beneficial and it can make you a lot stronger. You can incorporate different things and you might have some stuff on the left side that you have to uh, that you got to address a little bit more than you would on the right. Um, so for me, on my right side, I have to work on a little bit more external rotation. So uh, firing my posterior delts before I get into um, overhead presses or bench presses and, and, and stuff like that. Um, so. When when you see that stuff, um, and, and I highly recommend that everybody take a video of, of what they do, and uh, especially if you're in the uh, Myverse Muscle Team page on Facebook, you can just post it in there, and people are going to, you know, we had somebody post about the squat, and we had, yeah. you know, other coaches, um, you know, uh, giving their uh, sort of opinion, and... Yeah. There's and a conversation giving, happening in the, exactly, in the comments. And, and just uh, creating a little bit of more of a dialogue to, to help people out. Um, and, man, I, I absolutely love that stuff because the more that I think that people train, and this is kind of why I do uh, what I do is, and, you know, ultimately everybody wants to become more healthy, more fit. Um, but, you know, there, there's a lot of roadblocks when nagging injuries um, come into play. So it, it's always good to bounce ideas off of each other and, and, and things like that. Um, so the good thing about, you know, in the, the bench press is that you, you have the ability to build muscle, right? Like everybody, every guy wants to build muscle. Um, that aesthetic look. That aesthetic look. Mm -hmm. uh, just build lean muscle. With, with women, um, I don't really incorporate bench press too often. Um, and unless it's requested, if, if, you know, I have a couple ladies who, who do want to, um, who do want to bench press, that's totally fine. If you want to do that, I'll, I'll put it into your program. I think that everybody should have fun and do what they want to do. Um, but I'm a big fan of, of overhead presses. And I think that, um, man, w women tend to take to the overhead press really well like the shoulder and just the whole definition and they really I, whether they understand it or not i think that the whole look that they're kind of going for and just you know the the, the shoulder definition yeah not necessarily too Muscle. bulky but exactly yeah. again yeah. like that more of a, a aesthetic look and, and military presses i'm a big fan of them and uh especially now um if you if you're familiar with the landmine that's become really popular um, you can get an attachment for it now. What, what, um, is that that crazy thing? That's that... the that's so that's called the Viking the Viking <laughs> press, right? Okay. So it's this the, the, just this attachment that you screw onto it. You can go into different grips. You can go into more of like a military uh, or pronated grip. Um, you can go neutral grip, and you can go a little bit more of a wide uh, sort of neutral position, right? Um, and which is going to incorporate a lot more lats. So. Uh, and, and what the landmine allows you to do is especially, you know, you can kind of lean into it. It's going to uh, help reduce the compensation, um, you know, of, of or lose integrity of the core. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you're leaning forward, you're kind of forced to brace and that that weight is centered and you feel it. Right. I, you're going to feel the difference. It felt I wouldn't say easy, but it felt 
secure doing yeah, that. Right, right. So it's it's it. it's like a way better version of the Smith machine, mm-hmm. right? And again, like the Smith machine isn't kind of like the I don't I'm glad we don't have one of those, let's just <laughs> say. I think I mean there's a time and a place for it, but um, you know, there's there's other things that you can do I feel that are more beneficial. Um so I, I never really waste my time with that. Um so good things. Again, you can build a lot of muscle doing bench press, military press, same thing. I think that a lot of people uh, kind of under um, underestimate the fact that you can build muscle um, in your in your chest uh, with the military press. Great exercise as long as you can perform quality reps. Um, and then, you know, the bad thing, just like with the squat, right, how – you know, if you're in a bad movement pattern, it can start to eat up your hips, right? And a lot of power lifters, you know, they, their joints are messed up. And over time, it's just really not, um, it doesn't really seem to, to, to be a huge benefit, right? Or be worth it. Mm -hmm. But you got to think that these guys are throwing up a lot of weight and sometimes there's missed reps. So when you have a missed rep at a heavier load, you're going to do more damage. Right. Um, but if you go into a lighter load and, you know, even if you do miss reps, um, yes, it's not the end of the world, but then you can really tell yourself, okay, well, maybe I need to lighten the weight a little bit more. And, uh, and this is what's happening on this, the left side versus the right side. So there's a, there's a lot more room to, uh, to kind of work with, um, as far as corrections go. Um, so good build muscle bad obviously if you don't have the mobility um it'll start to eat up the shoulder joints and that's one of the most vulnerable uh joints in the body and see a lot of issues come uh with the shoulders through the door um and so work on mobility work on strengthening the posterior chain so uh rear delts uh mid and upper traps everything and especially the lats as well um that are responsible for supporting the uh the shoulders um next one is deadlift so Third exercise, I think that a lot of people, this is like the scariest one. Um, most people think that deadlifts are going to hurt their back, um, which, yes, they can, just like any of these. Even <laughs> sure. bench press and military press can hurt Even your back. Even the squat, if you do it wrong. The squat um, can definitely hurt your back, and so can the deadlift. Look, like any time that you're exercising, you're, you're risking injury. So whether you're in functional movement or whether you're in CrossFit or you're a bodybuilder, um, you're at risk of injury. Um, stepping off a curb exactly yeah <laughs> jesus I, I i still like reflect on them like i can't believe i stepped off a curb and like my back just locked up it's <laughs> insane um but it 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 does tend to uh freak people out um and there's different again there's different levels there's different progressions um you know don't just jump onto a conventional deadlift or jump into a trap bar deadlift Again, just like with the squat, when people come to see me, the first thing that I'm going to throw them on is uh, is a kettlebell, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, sometimes not even everybody gets to do the kettlebell right away. Some people have to uh, perform just hip hinges. Like I've, yeah. I've had people who I have, think you had me do that. Just glute bridges. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's a good way to pattern the hip hinge because most people don't grasp grasp the concept of just pushing their hips back without letting their knees come forward. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's, there's different issues that, that come into play, especially if you sit down a lot. Um, you know, if you're in a, a video editor or <laughs> a, a photographer or anything like that, you're sitting kinda, at a desk, sitting at a desk, um, tight hip flexors and, and, and all that stuff. 
um, sleepy butt syndrome. So your glutes not firing. Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff going on and you'll see that people, especially like, you know, when I coach people into the glute bridge, um, you know, get your hips up as high as you can and people are fighting for their life to fully extend their hips and, and it doesn't happen. Um, so again, like that's just a good drill and, and it's very, it's a big bang for your buck. And, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to send somebody home, uh, whose back's hurting in that, in that first session with, which is a huge win. Um, but the deadlift is, is super important to learn to me. Yes, it is a, a, a hip dominant exercise. Uh, your your hamstrings and your quads and, and your glutes as well um, will build some serious mass and get in, incredibly strong um, because it is a hip dominant exercise. But I treat it like a full body exercise, right? Like especially if you start to load it up with a trap bar and, and barbell, mm -hmm. you're holding on to a lot of weight. So core comes into play, right? Uh, lats and and, and grip strength. So like your mm -hmm. whole body literally has to be firing in order to perform that rep. So again, there's, there's a lot of room for error. Uh, you know, if you, if you're not familiar with, with the hip hinge, um, and that's why, you know, again, I, I can't recommend enough that you, you start slow, right. And it, even if you started with 225 pounds in the bar, um, I'm a big fan of, of slowing down to speed up. So maybe, uh, you know, go back to the basic level and, and rebuild and rebuild that foundation because the more sketchy that your, your foundation becomes, um, you know, if you build on top of that, like eventually it's all going to come crashing down. Mm -hmm. So grease the groove own the movement pattern before you, you, you start to push up, um, on the weight. And especially with guys, man, I'm going to keep calling guys <laughs> out because we're just like huge egotistical, dickheads when more it comes about to, what's on the bar than exactly the right and and actually getting better and yeah. uh, i can't like it's literally hard to watch when i watch facebook or instagram videos and especially like high profile celebrity trainers who man like they're just getting all this attention and people are just loving them because they <laughs> train so and so like man like I really couldn't give a fuck about who you train. It's more about like what you're doing to them. And I've seen professional athletes, um, you know, who have rehabbed ACI. And I talked about this in, in the last episode with Cody, uh, you know, rehabbing uh, knee injuries. Um, and then they're just going back to repattering bullshit, right? And mm -hmm. like, you know, hopping onto a bosu ball and, and doing ropes or <laughs> doing uh, squat jumps with dumbbells and their knees are completely uh, collapsing in. So again, you're just strengthen, strengthening uh, the dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And more often than not, you're either going to injure the same knee or the other knee is now going to blow out, right? So there's, again, like I, I'm, I'm a way bigger fan of, of taking things slow and, uh, you know, building on top of a good foundation, which is what I had to do, right? Like after two years, I hurt my back and then I had to go back to doing, uh, kettlebell deadlifts and, and RDLs. I didn't touch a trap bar or a, or a barbell for a long time in order to, to repattern, um, my movement. And now, you know, I'm not deadlifting, you know, 525 right now. Um, 
which actually sucks to say. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I can still get into, you know, upwards of, of 500 um, without any lower back pain. Yeah. Which is like when I did 525, I would kind of feel it the next day. And it wasn't really that big of an issue um, or, or so I thought. Um, and, and I kind of just got, got used to that. And, you know, that's that just feeling. You know, yeah. And I'd, yeah. Get, I'd get in plenty of warm-up sets, but that wasn't the problem. The problem is, is I kept on building up on a, on a not necessarily a poor movement pattern, mm-hmm. but it wasn't where it needed to be for me to keep loading it up. Gotcha. And, and to, again, I just started to strengthen the, the uh, dysfunction. Um, so that was kind of like a big aha moment. So me actually stepping off of a curb and, and hurting <laughs> my back uh, was, was kind of a, a, a gift and a curse at the, uh, at the same time. Um, but I, I, again, like I highly recommend that, that people learn the deadlift and always understand like it, it's really as simple as when you get into position that you want your hips to go forward. As soon as you start the ascent, you want your hips to go forward. So I think that a, a, a big problem, right, especially when people start to really load it up, is that their their hips will come up before they go forward. Mm-hmm. So that's bringing your lower back, um, your lumbar spine into play. Like, absolutely, right? So if you feel that, again, take video uh, or have a coach um, work with you on the on the deadlift who really knows what they're looking for and says, ah, okay, I see it. Your hips are your hips are ascending before moving forward. So and again, anytime that you do that, you, you know you're you're strengthening uh, the dysfunction. It's very hard to get out of that movement pattern once you're so used to it. So there's different hip mobility drills that you can do, uh, core activation, lat activation. So everything's into a good position. Everything's firing on all cylinders, and use the appropriate weight, and maybe work at like 80% and, and build on top of that. Because even then, uh, you know if you're doing 12 week blocks. Uh, of 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 training protocols then and after each week you know you might increase uh the weight by five percent um or or even less than that um you're still progressing right it's just in a slower manner um but at the same time you're reducing the risk for injury um and you're getting a huge amount of benefit especially from uh the deadlift so i think that you know the the good thing about the deadlift is obviously you're going to build total body strength you're going to get incredibly strong. The more that you strengthen this movement pattern uh, and, and practice quality of reps, um, glutes, hamstrings, quads, posterior chain, everything, right? It is the biggest bang for your buck and probably the best exercise that you can possibly do and learn. Uh, the bad thing is obviously uh, not, is kind of doing the opposite, right? Like, yep. and just like everything else, there's prerequisites to it. Um, Maybe you don't hop onto a kettlebell, but at, at the same time, I think I think that actually the only bad thing is that people are scared of deadlifts. I can and, see that, and it's just because you know you have a negative correlation with it. So if you've hurt your lower back before, reach out to somebody. Just like everything else, right? Like if if something else hurts, and maybe you don't even train, something else hurts, you go to the doctor, right? Like you're referring out 
uh, to seek professional advice. So do the same thing uh, with uh, with your training. Um, but again, the deadlift uh, absolutely uh, is, a, is a must learn um, for, for full body strength um, and, and to establish a really good foundation. And to do it, you're, you're for sure going to uh, obtain a little bit more of a aesthetic look as well. The stronger that you get, the more weight that you move, and especially with your accessory exercises, um, again, you're just going to put on a little bit more of, uh, of lean muscle. Uh, if your nutrition is, is on point, I'm sure <laughs> Cody would want to, to put in his two cents if he was here. Um, make sure that you actually speaking of Cody, make sure that you guys uh, give him a shout out. Uh, it is his birthday. I think he's turning like 19 or something sounds, like sounds that. Sounds right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's turning like 19 years old, so he can drink in Canada now. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's all grown up. Um, actually, how old is he? I think 25. 25. I thought he was. I thought he was younger than that. I thought, he, I thought he was twenty-four, like legitimately. He might be twenty-five though. He might only be a couple years younger than me. He's either turning twenty-five or twenty-four. There's twenty-four somewhere in there. Yeah. Anyways, he's, his he's, birthday's on the twenty-fourth. Yeah, I don't know. He's doing some weird shit in Milton, where nobody knows where that's at really. So, uh, oh, Steph said he's turning twenty-five. Oh, she knows. There we go. Yeah, she's good with that stuff. <laughs> I don't, you know, I I legitimately forgot. Uh, how old that I was, I was turning last December for real. Yeah. I really thought that I was turning 28 and I didn't like voice it. It was kind of just like <laughs> this own dialogue that I, that I had going on with myself. And I was just like, man, like I was trying, I couldn't remember for the life. And I was like, man, what did I do for my 27th birthday? I was like, I have no idea. I was like, I remember what I did for 25 <laughs> and 26. I was like, what did I do for 27? And then it wasn't, I mean, that, that was a good, like, you know, few hours of, yeah. What? I mean, not to where I was like talking to myself about that, but right. I had that thought. And then I was kind thinking that, about like that for a second. That bug, bugging thought of like, why can't I remember? Yeah. And then it was like, I thought about it again, like a few hours later. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, wait, I was like, I was 1989. I had to like do that. I was like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm turning 27 this year. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That was, that was yeah, true story. And I'm not even that old. Wow. Actually, I'm not old at all. I'm still well. I'm actually kind of glad that it wasn't 28 because that 27 workout was intense. So I don't remember the 27 workout yeah. that you had everyone do because it was your birthday. So you yeah. made like this crazy. <laughs> I have no idea what I did. It was everything. Like I don't even remember how many movements, but like times 27 each. So just 27 reps of, of each movement? Yeah, but it was like a weird... You had a... It was crazy. I think I took a picture of it. Oh, okay. Maybe you'll have to post that. I don't know. I, I really don't remember. It was... And you're like... Because you said you did something similar for 26. I did... Yeah, so I did something for... I, I know that I thought about that one. Um, <laughs> she says it was messed up. <laughs> uh, I know that I thought about the 26 workout while I was writing the 27 workout mm -hmm. because I was like, okay, that 26 workout was really, really, <laughs> really fucked up. And it was like, it literally totaled out to like 1200 reps. Yeah. It was something crazy. It, but it, this, I know that 27, wasn't, this one wasn't it, as no, crazy. it was not nearly <laughs> wow. as crazy because it took me and I actually had some people do it. Um, I actually had somebody, or was it 27 minutes? Maybe it was 27 minutes. Actually, and then it I, was all those crazy okay, reps okay. in 27. It was, right, right. 
I think I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah. Because there was something times 27. Yeah. So maybe that was the I won't explain the minutes. format, but yeah. Um, I think you're right. It's like a 27-minute EDT, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Which was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> but no, 26, I think it took me, I mean, constantly moving, not a lot of weight. Um, it took me 40, 45 minutes or so to complete that. Some people, I let some people do it. Took them fucking 90 minutes. Took them double the time, 90 minutes to get nope. to get this workout done. And I was just like, and then I was like doing the math and I was like, oh shit. I was like 1200 reps. Like that's a lot of reps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I missed that one yeah. last December. And so one of my boys who, who I was, uh, who I was training, he, uh, he was like, man, he was like, I slept hard for like two straight days. And he was like, it was absolutely that workout. I don't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. So Steph said, "Don't people do prowlers like down and back?" Uh, yeah, I think prowler was prowler was in there. Yeah, it, it was intense. I don't know. Maybe I'll just be done with the because they, they never turn out like nobody ever likes them. Everybody's <laughs> gonna like hate me by the time I'm thirty. Right. That's all right. Right. Well, then the holiday one was crazy too. It was like twelve days of which fitness. holiday? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I was I was gone though. So I wrote that workout, and then I then I we were I think we were all texting you. Yeah, yeah. Because you you guys sent me a picture. Yeah, because I uh, I flew to Minnesota, and I wrote it. I think I wrote it on the plane. That's right. That's right. I had so I had a lot of time to think about that workout. Yeah, because everyone showed up and we're all excited for it, (laughs) (laughs) and then we were just all pissed. Oh man, I love my job. I mean, I think a lot about this stuff. But it's like a love hate, like. We all do it, but then we're like, whew, yeah. Steph said, "No one ever likes your workouts." <laughs> I think, I think nobody likes it, but it pushes in us. the moment. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, it does. And and that's the ultimate thing is like, you got you got a challenge. It's not it's not like oh well, it's Seal's birthday. We're just gonna you know kind of just chill out and you know do a few deadlifts, do yeah. a few push ups. No, that's not the case. You guys are gonna fucking work. <laughs> um, and and by the way, uh. You know, if anybody ever wants to come through vigor um, and do, I'm I'm a big fan of people just coming through and and training with me. So, if you guys ever just want to come through, um, uh, whether you're just traveling in from out of state or if you guys are in state and even just want to come through for a workout, um, just just send me a direct message, man, because I'm a I'm a big fan of just getting getting the community together and 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 meeting new people and. Uh, and getting in a good workout. So uh, there's been a few me. people on the team page that have posted that are, yeah, when they'll that be are in the area. To Seattle. And, yeah, yep. so that's been cool. Yeah. So Sunday Warrior, which is a beast. Um, and what else? I got them actually. So quick announcement too um, that I will be doing a weekly mobility class. Um, that's going to be Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Um, and that's just going to be 45 minutes. We're going to go through mobility, different movements, primal movements, animal movements. Um, and so people can learn that stuff, all body weight stuff. So it's going to be pretty easy, right? Well, I still remember that very fir- a year ago, last July, that very first mobility, um, workshop. mobility workshop. It was and I like thought, five and a half hours. Nah, that won't be that bad. Like right. it'll, be, it'll be interesting to learn. <laughs> Everyone by the end of it was felt like they had so like super sore um the next couple of days yeah um and like nobody I, thought that they were gonna be i told you i think that it made me feel like i had just gone snowboarding all day 
like that that feeling of <laughs> just like, sore all over just drain yeah <laughs> i just wanted to go sit on the couch ah <laughs> uh, that's funny yeah everybody everybody thinks that mobility is easy but it's actually a lot yeah. more challenging and then and that's the thing is i had to kind of like make it a game for myself because before i started uh before i started even getting into like the mobility stuff man like that was that was my thing is like every workout i was just trying to push myself to the limit mm -hmm. every single time and it was like man like i don't know what was necessarily wrong with me i mean i am slightly crazy once i step into the gym um and i don't you know again but like it it was it was something to where like i had to flip the switch to like well if i'm gonna do mobility like it's not gonna just be like this foo-foo like yoga type shit but then right. i like i was like man like okay if like i just addressed it like i did all the other stuff like like in the rest of my training like mm -hmm. i'm gonna be a fucking noodle yeah so and then never get hurt again ever <laughs> but yeah. all right guys so um we'll probably do a q a uh this week so if you can uh, you can either DM us, you can uh, send us an email, you can go to the, the link in our uh, Instagram as well. It's also in the show notes on iTunes. My Contact us however you... Exactly. Yeah. Just <laughs> just send way. us questions. We are we really just want to bring the most value possible, um, as I see, say time and time again. Um, and so Cody should also be back this week, a little bit older. Um, Wiser? No, just older. <laughs> just older he's not very he's not very smart he's got the nutrition stuff on lock though so nah, i'm joking he's actually really he's really smart when it comes to nutrition and reading uh, all those but, books but geography uh oh, is man. not uh is not his thing so maybe uh we gotta get this guy to travel more but i feel like it, it wouldn't really matter because then he's just on a plane he's not actually yeah. you know navigating so he you know he's in he's in the caribbean he probably thinks he's in africa well yeah he booked like that. that he said he booked a trip somewhere but then had to ask where it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, was that a real question? Uh, yeah. I heard Iceland was pretty cool. That's somewhere over near Russia, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, all right. I'll leave Cody alone. <laughs> Happy birthday, Cody. 25 years old, years young. Yeah. yeah. Still a lot more to go. Hopefully, he gets a little bit wiser. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. That's it. Signing off. Peace. If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind vs. Muscle.